welcome again hi i'm back this is yours truly mary jane with be inspired by mary jane welcome to the inspired family podcast okay all right let's get right into it um i hope you guys are having a great day i'm having a good one i got a late start today but hey guess what we're still gonna be productive right doesn't always matter sometimes when you start it's just how productive you are when you do start you know so all right let's go let's get into it all right i'm working on the blog all right and this blog stemmed from a conversation um that i had with um, a couple people this blog that i'm working on um i titled it the heartbreak how do i prevent this from happening again a lot of us have experienced this thing called heartbreak right everybody i, I don't know anybody who has not experienced at some point where they feel heartbroken or so they thought it was heartbroken i mean literally you know your heart is broken broken into pieces or in half or anything that's just kind of a figure of speech so to speak but it, it literally does feel like like someone just snatched your heart right out of your chest so i definitely definitely get why they call it heartbreak but to me summing up heartbreak to me it's just basically um to me it's disappointment disappointment and disappointment basically means hopes or expectations um or something that didn't quite go the way you were expecting them to go so you became disappointed we've all experienced disappointment um in relationships business you know and, and things like that in life so we've all had disappointment they just relate disappointment and heartbreak you know relationships feels more though more so like i guess a heartbreak but you know if you think about it, even with just disappointment, it hurts. Just depends on the level of the disappointment. So, um, just speaking with these individuals, just talking, and then God gave me this just thought of, man, that's what my next vlog is going to be. My next vlog is going to be talking about heartbreak. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I've experienced that myself um, more times than I probably should have. <laughs> Uh, with just being disappointed um probably i've probably even caused a little heartbreaks myself who knows <laughs> so um heartbreak how do we prevent this heartbreak from happening is there a way to even pre prevent this well i'll say this there are definitely some things you can do to prevent disappointment from happening so much later when it comes to relationships now you may have this excuse me have disappointments or have something that happens in your life that you're not in control of but let's talk about the things we are in control of like your helpmate you know your spouse you know who you choose to marry who you choose to go out on a date with who you choose to change your phone on with who you choose to spend your time with those are things you're in control of and those are some of the main factors that play such a big role in our life of disappointment and those are some of the things we're disappointed in because of decisions we have made we end up receiving that heartbreak so really you can kind of say maybe you broke your own heart because i'm noticing even with a lot of people even for myself before i knew there were no boundaries man you got to have boundaries you have to have boundaries you gotta have standards you know boundaries kind of same thing as standards so to speak you have to have boundaries you have to set boundaries you got to know what line 
people can't cross, what line you won't cross, um, what you will let people do, what you will, what you will allow them to do, what you won't allow them to do, what you're willing to do, and what you won't. Because I'm gonna tell you, when you don't have those boundaries, boy, people can uh, tiptoe, uh, you know, hot scotch all around some things that you're not comfortable with, but you let it happen and you become okay with it because you didn't set boundaries. So you're saying, well, maybe it's okay because you never set boundaries because you're what? You probably didn't even know what boundaries were. You didn't know, well, that's crossing the line. That's a little bit too much. So it's so important to set boundaries before relationships, when you're in relationships, in business, ministry, every aspect of your life is very important to set boundaries. you got to have them. It's so important, too, to make sure you know yourself before you try to go into a relationship with someone else. Because what happens is you go in somewhere, you don't know who you are, you might come out completely different than what your expectations were of yourself. So then you're disappointed at how the person's disappointed how their life turns out or how their life is because they didn't know who they were before they went into something. So you have to know who you are when you go into a place, when you go into a room full of people. You got to know who you are, what you stand for, what you're looking for, what you're looking to bring, what you're looking to take out. Because you can end up bringing out what you didn't intend to bring out. You know, you got to know how to do that. You got to know who you are. So that way you'll know how to work the room, as they say. You'll know your place in life. You'll know more about what you're looking for. Then you can set those boundaries because you know who you are. You know your worth. You you know, how you say, your self-worth. You know who you are, so you set those boundaries. And you know what you don't allow. Now, heartbreak may come later in life even with setting those things you know as they say of those disappointment because some people can disappoint you but let's not be the reason we are disappointed let's not be our own disappointment because we didn't set boundaries because we didn't take time to get to know us before we decided to proceed and go to someone else don't settle that's another thing selling will also bring disappointments you're selling because you're like well the word says you know, God did say it's not good, you know, for man to be alone. So God doesn't want me to be alone. He said that in Genesis 2 and 18. He said that. He said, so it's not good for that man should be alone, that I would make a helper fit for him. So God doesn't want me to be alone. So, you know, maybe my expectations are too high. Maybe, you know, he could change. Maybe I could change her. You know, hey, maybe, you know, maybe we can change things. You know, we'll see. But, you know, the word also says don't be unequally yoked no matter what. Only way a person changes is if they are willing to change. Now, you some people can't change because they can't see that there needs to be a change or they don't know how to change. You can make suggestions to say, oh, I feel you should do this. Oh, this is a little bit different here. Um, you know, I think you need to work on this. But until they see it and are hungry enough for that change, they're not going to eat. If nobody's hungry, they're not going to eat. You know, unless you're forced for you. And who wants to do that? They're not hungry. They're not hungry. When people get hungry, they'll eat. When people want to change and see that there needs to be a change, 
they will begin to implement those changes. But as long as you're talking about you see it, oh, it looks like you're hungry. It looks like you want something to eat. I think you need to eat. Hey, it's time to eat. But if they're not hungry, they're like, no, I don't want to eat. I'm not hungry. So having in your heart to want to change, but oh, I can help them. That's good. That's great to want to help. But you got to make sure the person you want to help want you to help them. Just because you want to help doesn't mean they want your help. Just because you want the best for other people does not mean they want the best for themselves. Sad, odd, really it's like I can't believe it, but that's the thing. You can want something for someone else so bad doesn't mean they want that. Don't want so much for somebody else that they don't even want it as much as you want it for themselves because if you do you're going to keep going keep going keep trying to do stuff keep putting up with their nonsense because you want so much better for them you're sticking with them holding on because i see i see the potential in you i want so much more for you but guess what if they don't want it for themselves your want ain't gonna get it for them they have to want that for themselves they have to have a desire to want it for themselves because when you do that there's that heartbreak. There's that disappointment. There's that hopes that you set so high. And when they don't meet those hopes and those expectations that you set for them, you become disappointed. Your heart is broken because you're thinking they're going to change. They're going to do this. I'm going to love them so much. <laughs> you know, because the word says love covers a multitude of sin. So you're like, I'm going to want and help them so much that, you know, they're going to want to change. They're going to want to do better. So this is what I'm going to do for them. I'm going to love them so much, they're going to just want to do this. But I'm going to tell you, that person has to want it for themselves. When you're covering a multitude of sin with love, that's two people with the same things in common. Two people who are together. Two people who are on the same wavelength, on the same, in the same boat, sitting there, pulling together and working together. So when you have those same people who are doing that, that's when you can say, okay, something may happen, but I love this person enough to know that this is the enemy. I love this person enough to know that this is not who they are and what they will be doing. So I'm not going to let the enemy come between us because of something like, like this. But we're talking about the beginning phases. The beginning phase of knowing that a person is truly not for you, but you're going to say, well, I'm going to love it out of them. Like they say, I'm going to love the H-E-L-L out of them. You know, if they don't want it out, you loving them ain't going to pull it out. Because for one, that person has to love themselves enough to want to do better for themselves. You loving them, you loving them, you thinking going to do it. If I love them enough, they'll change. But if they don't love themselves, I mean... It's, if you don't love yourself enough to take care of you, you're probably not going to too much love someone else enough to take care of them. You've got to love you too. You have to love yourself. You have to want something for yourself. I can't want it enough for somebody. You can't want it enough for somebody. And when you do that, you set yourself up to experience this word called heartbreak, disappointment of your expectations you set and your hopes and dreams you set that did not get matched you know you set these expectations and you have all these things but the other person didn't have those same expectations 
they didn't have the same desires and hopes because it was there was not enough time spent in the beginning finding out each other, learning each other, taking your time to see if we are truly a match, asking questions, you know, questions that some people say, oh, that's a little personal. Oh, it's not personal. When it comes to your time, I'm asking you, you know, hey, you know, do you want children? What are you, what's your goals? What's your relationship with Christ? Do you have a relationship with Christ? You know, do you know God? Do you love God? I mean, those are normal things. Do you have children? You know, so those are normal questions. And if that's personal, then I don't know what to say. At what point is it okay to ask what are your expectations? Well, at what point is it okay to say, hey, what I have boundaries. These are the boundaries. Have you set boundaries? That's something that should be asked in the beginning. I shouldn't have to wait to ask that 50 years. You shouldn't have to wait to ask that 50 years. My husband and myself had those conversations. That doesn't mean now you won't have anything happen once you get married and some stuff had to be on. Talking and working through it is completely different. But you still need to know if we kind of have, we, 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 we kind of rolling together, you know. We know the two has to become one and you blend some together. It's going to require work. We understand that. But I don't want the work to be even harder for me because I didn't ask questions from the beginning and then end up being disappointed and end up experiencing that word called what? Heartbreak because I didn't ask questions that I need to ask. I didn't ask the questions. I didn't take time to love me. I didn't take time to get to know who I am in Christ. I didn't spend time developing myself and seeing who God has created me to be. I didn't take time to discover my purpose, find out who I am and what I'm not. So you get do you do that before you enter into any relationship. That's even a good thing to say before business because you don't want to start a business really not knowing who you are because later on you might say, man, I realized I don't really like cutting grass. So I started this lawn service and I found out and realized I really don't like cutting grass. I found out that I really prefer to work with children. I prefer to have a daycare because now that I know who I am and what my purpose is, that's not it. Oh, I found out I don't want to be a nurse. I really would want to be a lawyer. I really want to be a judge. I really prefer, you know, to be a nail technician. I really prefer um, working as a janitor, you know, to have a janitorial business. I prefer cleaning. I prefer coaching. I prefer all these other things over this because you didn't know who you truly were. So you just stepped out and said, hope, you know. I guess I could do this. That's the same thing with a relationship. If you don't know who you are, what? Do you, how do you know what to expect? How do you know how to set expectations if you don't truly know who you are? If you don't know who you are, you don't know what to expect. You don't know what's going to work good with you. You don't know who's going to blend well with you because you don't know who you are. So you get with somebody trying to blend someone with you who is not, who have no nothing in common with you and they are nothing like you now they say opposites attract but i like to say they rarely do stay attracted now i'm not saying we gotta like the same things because i like pottery my husband's not interested but i mean like-minded we gotta have that same mindset we gotta be equally yoked we got them both realize and know that god has given us a vision we have an assignment here on this earth those are like-minded people we are both followers of christ 
That's what I mean about the equally yoked. That's what I mean by things in common on that level. You got to have that in common. Don't think, well, I'm a believer. They're not, but maybe I can change their mind. If they say they don't even believe there's God, they ain't trying to know God, you say, well, I'm going to love you with the love of the Lord, but I'm going to love you from over here and let them see you walking as you go and let God deal with them. You're not God. So when they don't change and there's five years on down the road or, you know, not even that long and you see they still don't believe in God. They still want nothing to do with God. Don't want to go to church. Don't believe in nothing. Nowhere near what you're believing in. Then you're heartbroken. You're disappointed when they decide, no, you're not what I want. This is not it. I want to do something else. You're disappointed. You're heartbroken, but you really say you broke your own heart. You're disappointed yourself because you thought you could change someone else and you cannot. You can show other people your perspective. You can help other people and show them to try to transform their way of thinking. But until they want to be transformed, until they want to change, there's nothing you can do. And that first step is receiving Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. That's getting being baptized and then receiving the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, you just basically took a bath. <laughs> you, basically. You know, because you got to have the Holy Spirit. You got to be filled. You got to be filled. Because when you're filled, you're filled. They're not filled with the Holy Spirit. You're speaking two different languages. But when both of you have the Holy Spirit, you have something in common. You can understand each other's language. You can understand you both have the same citizen citizenship. So that's my um, word for you guys on today. I pray that it blessed you. Man, it definitely blessed me. Now definitely go to Be Inspired by Mary Jane on WordPress.com. The blog will be definitely different than the podcast will be. But I'm telling you, you definitely, you know, Feel free to check that out. You want to because God's going to give something completely different. He always does. Add some more to it. So definitely feel free to share this podcast as well. Um, and let's, 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 let's try to prevent this from happening again. Let's try to prevent the heartbreak, as they say, the disappointment. If we can control it, why not? There are many things we can't control, but if we can control it, why not control it, right? Why not control yourself from being hurt, yourself from experiencing hurt um, and being let down? And you can help prevent that by setting expectations, having boundaries, knowing who you are in Christ, building that relationship with Christ, finding out what your purpose is, what you're called and created to do. And then you know who you're called to. You know who matches well with you, who you gel with, and you won't spend a lot of wasted time with a lot of wasted people who are not trying to have nothing nearly what you're trying to have, okay? So again, this is Mary Jane with Be Inspired by Mary Jane. This is the Inspired family here to inspire you, to push you, to pull you. When you feel stuck, I'm your tow truck. If you would like to, check out my website at beinspiredbymaryjane.com to book me for your free 45-minute consultation of me pulling you because I'm your spiritual tow truck when you feel stuck, okay? So I look forward to talking to you guys again. Make sure you have a great week. Set expectations, okay? All right, have a good one.
Thank you.